all this like uncertainty and and they have to make those decisions and that's what brings in like we talk about the masculine and the feminine energy which they're just energies but then you got to live on both and it, right it's like you can't and that's what brings up a lot of um frustration and brings a lot of resentment and anger and all this stuff between relationships this is vivian velasquez and this is raul velasquez welcome to the god money and purpose podcast Welcome to the Got Money and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host. Vivian Velasquez. Welcome to the uh, podcast for today. I know. I missed seems you last uh, week. We, seems like a long time. We missed it last week because you were doing your event. And yeah, we had the mastermind. and We yeah. tried we tried to sneak it in. We tried no, to put it, it together. but uh, It was just going to be too much. You know, it just reminds me, you know, every time I try to do everything, you know, your voice in my mind is always saying, Raul, you could do anything. You, you can't, can't do, do everything. everything. And I yes. think that um, as men, you know, we are overachievers and we try to get everything in there. And, um, and not not just men. I think it's also women, too, because I had all the desire to come and to like film and to do something myself. But it was just like pushing something that's not going to happen. And when you go against the timing mm -hmm. of things and it's like then it's it's kind of like you get in your own way. So then I'm like, OK, I'm going to let Raul have his time. I miss everyone dearly. Yes, I wish I could be there and and have the content and answer questions or just speak my mind. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, we have to honor the time and be fully present to what's happening in front of us. And for you, it was an amazing event with all the men that came together after Corona. It's like, you know, you have to be present. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of the time. You have to take care of the men. It was just too much. So I, we're here I love, today. I love the fact that you text me and said, just do you. Like, just be okay. And I think a lot of um, a lot of us, we feel guilty sometimes that we have so many commitments yeah. and uh, and we don't get to do everything. Mm -hmm. And even though I get to do 90% of the things that I put my mind to, that 10% you do. You do. gives us that guilt and shame. And one of the things that I you know, tell my clients is that guilt and shame is poison for our soul. Mm -hmm. So we have to have attainable outcomes, attainable goals. And if we have 100 things that we have uh, in a to-do list is not attainable yeah it's not doable yeah. and I, I caught myself because i wanted to do the mastermind i wanted to do the i wanted to film a a, a a video i wanted to do all these things i wanted to do the podcast and and it was on thursday so i'm sure you wanted to be with me and have i went to the date night so i wanted to put everything over. together yeah. so so yes. and we had I, to catch ourselves and i think i told you when um you know that day that we started the mastermind was thursday and i came to the uh the hotel and i was triggered because the hotel wasn't ready we yes. didn't have the the tables were set up, but there was no linens, and we were expecting about fourteen uh, people to um, for the board meeting. Actually, no, it was it was a handful of guys for the board meeting, mm -hmm. and about fourteen people for the mastermind the next the next day. Right. But uh, I asked the team. I said, you know what? Don't worry about the, the linens. Don't worry about having a classroom style. Yeah. Just I need four chairs. It's gonna be a handful of guys. Um, we're just gonna talk for for a couple hours. Yeah. But when I got intimate. to the hotel, the uh, the tables were set up. But there were no linens in the tables, and it looked like a shit show. So I called the manager; he wasn't around. I called my team; they weren't around because they were busy doing other things. So I had two choices: I either bitch and complain, and I and I try to you know hold in that energy of of, uh, of frustration, mm -hmm. or I get shit done. So what I did is I picked up the tables and I just put it in the back, and I it looked like a fucking maniac putting all that shit in the back, and the, I took like ten tables. You know, in the, in the, into the back room and all the chairs, and I just put you know the the couches that I wanted, and we got it done. And it reminded me that energy has to be moved. 
like it's frustration, anger, resentment, everything. That's all energy. And if you don't move that energy, it gets stuck somewhere and it creates a story. And then it gets it gets stuck somewhere or someone comes in front of you and they, they take all of that, that when your spouse, your kids, an employee, someone comes in front of you, then they take that energy that you did not move, that you not you did not feel completely, then the other person gets the short end of the stick. Yeah, so uh, oh. bottom line, if you're watching, if you're watching this, you listen to this, thank you for being patient. We missed a couple of weeks. Yes. We wanted to give you the content. We wanted to give you value, but we also have to honor commitments that That's we're right. not going to be able to do everything. We could do anything, we can't do everything. And I, and I love that about you when you have the um, that saying that you have in one of your t-shirts is like adapt, adjust, and execute. And not just your t-shirt. I think like a lot of the times when, when I talk about my woman, it's like we could say, we could learn, we could you know, see a lot of things, but we're not implementing these things into our lives. And it's then, you know, like hmm. it, it just it's almost meaningless, I want to say, because we can learn all this stuff, but we, we're not making any changes in our own life. If we're not having this emotional intelligence to really go through that, then what you know, like we have to have some sort of evolution in, in, in an everyday basis, even if it's something small. So I really want to honor you for that, because it's it's something that we really are learning to grow and if you're listening for the first time, Raul and I are in a, a loving relationship now, but it hasn't always been like this. And I think the reason why we come into this podcast and we want to pour our hearts out is because our relationship wasn't always perfect. And not to say that today it is, but it's in such a better place. And it's only because we've implemented all these things and we've actually taken the time to change hmm. day by day. And we're not changing we're not pointing the finger and changing each other. We're changing ourselves. And it's a, it's a every, everyday grind. Yes. And it's an everyday work. Um, yes. Right now, for example, you know, before we started the podcast, we had my my son and his cousins were doing a podcast here. It's so amazing. And it's um, so and it's just it's just great to see that the evolution of being a creator, uh -huh. not just being a businessman or a businesswoman, is being a creator and being to be able to impact other people so they could follow you in your footsteps, so you could follow in your example. Not to say that, you know, your kids have to have a podcast or have to be creators. It's just follow the principles, yeah. follow the principles of success. And I was overhearing the uh, interview that we did with his cousins. And they said, um, you know, we I asked him uh, if you had a million dollars. And no, actually, you know, I asked him first was if you, um, like, what drives you? What gets you motivated as a kid, right? What, what gets you going? What, what do you like to hustle? Because we interviewed the two kids who are two young entrepreneurs at 14 and 15 yeah, years old. So they're terrible. hustling, selling sneakers. You know, and one of them is into stocks. Amazing. And and one of them said, you know, I want to uh, grow up and I want to have nice things. I want to have a pool. I want to watch the sunset with my kids. I want to do all these things. And in my mind, I was, I was picturing what he sees in us. Like mm -hmm. I, I was picturing the lifestyle that we have and what we exude. And I think the example yeah. is... You know, uh, you you might be the only. Uh, I heard somebody say you might be the only Bible that somebody ever reads. Your yeah. life may be the only Bible that somebody ever reads, and and with that is the intention of like we're not perfect, but we're working every single day to make sure we make it should happen. Every That's single right. day is like we're putting in the work, and today's no different because we're in the middle of a storm here in in the Northeast, and uh, the other day we and I were I think you were in a coaching call, and I was in a coaching call, and uh, we were in a house because we still have the, the 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 quarantine thing going on here in Connecticut. And then I was in the middle of the coaching call and I heard you screaming and I heard uh, our daughter Abigail screaming. And what, what did you say? The whole tree fell in front of our eyes and into our pool area. <gasps> and then I heard the big, the big sound. It was like Thump. a big 
dump, right? Yeah. And, I, and I came outside and it was raining and it was pouring. It was like a whole hurricane you, comes and you out. Know, and you know the funny thing about this is that we, especially I don't look at the news. I don't look at like, you know, the forecast. I just go with the flow. On the day, I look at it, hopefully it's sunny. And if not, it's okay. Then, you know, like the weather doesn't really... Um, do too much on my day right i just go with the flow but my daughter is so big on this like this natural disasters and all these things that are coming she kept telling me like mom we got to put our stuff away there's a tropical storm there's a hurricane there's a tornado she was selling all these things and i really like just listened to her but i didn't really take mm. all this information yeah, like she said it was gonna you know? be bad and you she know? said that plenty of times and then when she was standing in front of the window and that tree just came down <laughs> she had this look in her eyes like I told you so. It was a tropical storm, and it was pretty bad. Like it, it that tree was. It was so one of the worst big. storms that we've had. Yes, one of the worst was, storms. And then I said nothing to her. It was so big. It just, it really did a lot of damage. We are, you know. We we're blessed that it hit a house. I mean, it barely missed. I was yeah. a big ass tree that fell yeah. in the backyard. God is it hit the pool. Um, but here, here's what I saw. Like I heard the thump. I went out. I went upstairs because I was downstairs in my office. I went upstairs. And I saw that uh, you were freaking out. Abigail was freaking out. Alejandra was like, hey, you know, dad, you know, the, so the tree fell off. I went outside and I was in the phone, phone call with my client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went outside and I saw it. And and I said to myself, like, okay, we're safe. Like, there's, you know, nothing, there's nothing I could do. I could have hung up and said, hey, let me call you back. Or I could have just, you know, but I decided I want to stay. I don't want to let the storm or something like this take me off where what I'm doing right now. So mm -hmm. I finished the coaching with my client. And later on, I, you know, I said to my clients what happened, but they were like, Raul, you didn't fucking miss a beat. Like you were in it. And then you just continue. It's like, like the, if you are able to stay calm in the middle of the storm, you know, you're going to win. You're going to be able to yeah. adapt, adjust and execute. Because right after that, the light went off. Then uh, it went down the hill and from then there. It went down the hill from yeah. there. We had no electricity. <laughs> we had no internet. I don't care. God, I, I, I want to slow down. I want to take it easy because that was, there was nothing we could do. Yeah. So what, what did you learn? What did you learn from, from the from hurricane? From the storm? One, to listen to Abigail because she is so in tune with what's happening out there. And, and as much as like I don't want to be sucked into this energy of like what's happening out there, I also need to be more aware and, prepared. and prepared, prepared because the awareness is what brings us preparation. And I think I don't really tune into that just because I'm like, you know, I'm taking care of my household. I'm taking care of what I need to do. But... There needs to be a, a more a, a little bit more awareness when it comes to that. And I think mm. also listening to her, like, you know, mm. like a lot of the times I discount what she's saying because she's so afraid of everything or that's happening at the moment. But that's part of who she is right now. Mm. And I need to listen to that. And I think also like, you know, like even though the storm happened, I was just, you know, as long as we're together, I know that we're going to be fine as long as you know like i prayed that's all i did like i lay down on my bed because i wasn't feeling that good and i yeah, lay down and yeah. i prayed and i'm like maybe i shouldn't be laying down maybe i should be like by the door waiting to go somewhere but i'm like where am i gonna go there's nowhere that i need to do and if i swear i said this like if i die right here right now there is nothing that i regret there's nothing that i want to do or it was so funny because abigail also like she went upstairs into the into her bedroom she grabbed a basket and she put all the things that she wants to take with her. Mm. So she filled up this basket, right? And she, I could tell you like endless things. And they were all valuable, beautiful things. And then I kept thinking like, well, if I grabbed a basket, why would I put in there? And everything that I thought of was just like, it was not anything material. Because like I would put you guys in the basket, but I know you won't fit. 
And if we die that moment, if the hurricane took yeah, our house, it's like, I did. And I said everything that I needed to say with you, with the kids, with my parents, with my health, you know, with my coaching clients. Granted, there's always so much more that I want to do, but it's like God knows my heart. And it was like in such a like a place that I wasn't before. Just mm. con compare when, when I got sick a couple was, of months back, that, yeah, like March, I got back, sick. We were hit with a coronavirus and it was a completely right. different energy. And when I got and I when I got sick that March, like after like I was really going through this really health challenges, like there was so much that I wanted to do. There was so much that I needed to say for myself and for you and for the kids and for my parents and like the, the list goes on right but like that day it was like a sense of peace it's like mm. there is nothing that i need to say or do god you know my heart you know where i am in the walk with you and if like you want to take me take my kids like so be it we've been waiting for you for all this time but like just go go on take us now you know it was like so make it, was it such it was painless. so bad it was so make it bad. painless yeah it was so bad but and 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 you know, like it's like you, you just gotta let the storm be. Like the storms need to pass. There is no sense of me um, stressing about it, because the storm will do what it has to do. Yeah. And as 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 much as it causes damage, or this one caused a lot of damage. Eleven thousand people with no electricity just in our town. Just in 11, our town. I mean, just, people, just imagine the people who go through the hurricanes, like in the Caribbean. <gasps> yeah. Like you know, we were on Echo Island uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, in the Virgin Islands, that that last hurricane destroyed the entire island. I mean, yeah. there were still like yeah. houses that were completely like you know the roof taken over and, and destroyed. Just yeah. imagine, you know, thank God that we're this is the worst that we've faced in a storm. How do you feel about preparation now that we've gone through something like this? Like, well, do you feel it, that we're prepared now, now? You know, I was talking to one of my coaching clients who, um, you know, right after the right before the storm, we actually the same day we were talking about his project. And he has a project that he's just bought 160 acres in the middle of like, you know, rural area in Pennsylvania. And he wants to build this this camps. He says, Raul, in case shit hits the fan, you have a place that you could that you could go. You have a property here. You could camp out. You know, like the zombie apocalypse comes in and you're there. And he's, he's prepared. You, yeah. He has his shit together. He's prepared. I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't think we are prepared, you know, if, if a catastrophe like this happens. Like we need to start thinking about that a little bit more. I'm going to pay more attention to what his camp does because, listen, we could never be too prepared when things like this happen. Like, right. we, what I did, which I know what to do, is I grabbed my kids, grabbed my, my queen, got into the car, went to the, the nearest hotel downtown, booked the hotel, and, and that's it. And that's, you know, and yeah. I, felt, I felt that's what I could do. But if, if the hotel goes down, if the whole town goes down, like, where do we go, right? right. But one thing that I got from, from this when my son uh, Alejandro was telling us on the way back, it was that like if if because I said to him, right now there, there, there's no electricity. There's a it's a blackout. It was a, a night that we're going to the hotel, and it's the perfect time for for looters to come in because they can't call the cops. You know, they, there's they, how most of the houses are they abandoned. Could anything, yeah. They could do anything. But I said, you know, just like you said, like all the valuable things are in the car. Like we're all together. We're all together. Like they could go steal something from the house. Okay, you know, it's material things. All the valuable things are in the car, which is. You know, our kids, you and I, yeah. and when we went to the hotel, you know, our, our, our son and daughter go, you know, this is home now. Like wherever we are is home where the family is, is home. And and this morning when I went to, to the house to take a look at the electricity, we still have no electricity. I went to take a look at the, the tree. I realized that it's all the energy that we have that we bring, we make it home because the house felt empty without all of us, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's the energy, they, they, yeah. they welcome an energy that we have. And I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of couples struggle because they start looking either elsewhere 
or we start looking for other things to make us feel that energy. When the reality, we have to be the ones who create that space, create the energy. Oh yeah, to definitely. be able to to have a home. And I've always felt that, and I always tell um, the woman, like I feel like women, we have such a, this amazing energy to like create a loving, um, safe environment wherever we go. Like we just create this space and sparkle this magic and then wherever we are it could happen right like our kids feel safe you feel happy and we could do that anywhere it doesn't have to be like in in a house it could be in a hotel room it could be in a park it could be wherever but i think we have to be very conscious to that as we as women like we're able to create we're like this amazing creators of of anything and everything but like you said like yeah our home is wherever we go like we were in the hotel for a couple of days and it just felt fine. It was, they were happy. They, they weren't frustrated. It has a lot to do with how you feel on the inside that you can actually yeah. ooze that energy and create and give to the people around you. Cause if, if we were to lose control, then our kids lose control. And, and that's just like a whole ripple effect, but yeah. And, and, yeah. and, as, and as a man, we have to be able to take charge because I'm, you know, you saw me, I'm like, okay, the storm is here, yeah. you know, grab our stuff and, <laughs> and go. go and that, you know, and it's just uh, make decisions. Yeah. Uh, and, and make it to the point that um, there is no question that you're certain about where you're going. And, and that's, I don't want to go into detail, but I know that that's something that I love so much just to have you in my life is because the the masculine energy is what gives the certainty, is what gives like this, like, I got you. Nothing's going to happen because I'm right in front of you. I'm here with you. You know, like if it was up to us, the feminine energy is just like, oh, my God, the storm is going to take me. I'm just going to fly <laughs> with it. And the tiger is going to come and get me. And the tree is going to fall on me. Where am I going to go? What am I going to eat? You know, it it's like it's just like all these yeah. questions come in. And that's just the feminine energy. And I'm not making it right or wrong, but I'm just saying like the masculine energy is so direct and so like result driven. It's like you come in and just like, bam, I got you, girl. I'm going to take car. care of you. I'm going to take care of you. I got, go I, got a, I got a room for you. Like. I already hunt. I already have, you know, the kill is done. And, and that's such a great feeling. And and I was thinking about like all the single moms out there that have mm. kids that have to deal with this um, decision making, all this like uncertainty and, and they have to make those decisions. And that's what brings in like we talk about the masculine, and the feminine energy, which they're just energies. But then you got to live on both. Mm. And you can't and, forget about the other. Right. One. Yeah. It's like you can't. And that's what brings up a lot of. um frustration it brings a lot of resentment and anger and all this stuff between relationships mm -hmm. because you have to deal with all this energy it's like you and if you don't deal with if we don't deal with that if you don't deal with the resentments or the situations is there's gonna build up and, yeah. and this morning when i was i was on my way to the to, to meet the contractor and i knew like i have a schedule like i need to make sure i have a schedule ready and i have a, a meeting and and i was gonna go out of the way to meet the contractor he wasn't there he wasn't there on time he was there uh 30 minutes late Mm -hmm. But in those 30 minutes, uh, I, you know, have this mindset that I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be. Even though I'm getting frustrated, I'm asking myself, like, what do I need to learn? What, what do I need to, to, to see? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. Then I started inspecting the tree. And the tree from the outside looked amazing, looked strong, like it would look green. But the, the uh, closer I got to the roots, the roots were rotten. That's the oh. reason that that uh, the it wasn't storm, able to hold on. The storm took it took it down because the roots were not strong enough to yeah. hold it. Yeah. So I said, how many times that we look good from the outside, we have fruits and we we look that we have our shit together. It's an outside But if in the inside we don't have the right foundation and we don't have God and we don't have purpose, we don't have connection, 
you know, any storm, yeah. any situation will, will, will bring you down. Yeah. And I think that's one of the main things. And, and I, I tell my clients, like, get strong, build on the foundation, work on yourself, make sure you have strong roots. So whether the economy, whether situations in, in marriage, even yeah, health, yeah. you know, kicks your ass. Right now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. We are going to get our asses kicked. We yeah. are. That is real. But if you have a strong foundation, if you're taking care of yourself, then there's going to be fear, but it's going to be more strength because, you know, the storms are, gonna, are not going to take you down. So Yeah. And I love that because I did a post about that when I was writing some stuff down. And I was like, you know, everything that I went through, my roots were so grounded on Mother Earth, on God, on the universe, on who I am as a person, as a human being. So it's like. I know I'm not going anywhere, but what is this teaching me? What is the gift behind all of this? And then there's so many gifts. But if you don't have that foundation, like you're saying, that we are those trees that are just, you know, in the wind and it could fall anytime. So I, I love that analogy. So, and you got to see the tree and then we got back to the house and the contract just came and actually it took the tree. Up. Like I mean, nothing tree, happened. I mean, it, not like nothing it, happened because yeah, the tree it's, is it's gone. It's damaged, but it's not as bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not as bad. as It's never as bad as we sometimes make it seem to be. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the things that I'm learning from this. And even I told my guys at the mastermind when we came back, I said we met for the first time live after, after COVID, COVID, you know, and a lot of us, we went through a lot of shit. Businesses have shifted, health. Some of the, uh, my Everything guys were in, the, were in the hospital, like you and I were sick. So just looking back and I didn't even expect this some of the guys to show up. They were like, they were there. And I said, six months later, six months later. Yeah. Six months later. Well, not no six months. Yeah, five, five months. We got March. April, April, May, May June, June, July, oh, like four months, four months after, over a over hundred days after we got together in the leadership. So much could change. So much things have changed, but yeah. at the same time, we were grounded, we were rooted, mm -hmm. we were pushing through. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them, even though they, they got some wounds, they got some scars, but they're stronger than ever. Yeah. And I think that's that's the theme here. And if you listen to this right now, I want to invite you to send us comment on, on this video. Let us know what the value that you're getting from this. Connect with us in social media and in, in, in our platforms. You're doing an amazing job putting some content on Instagram. I see it. And the, the women out there are, are searching for the same thing with, with me. We have the biggest a month, last month of, of guys who are coming into our, our, our program because people need community. Men need to be around other men that have that mindset of having the edge. Women need to be around other women who, who know that they're queens. So right now we are in the middle of the storm. We're in the middle of a pandemic. This whole is, year feels we, like it's we been need a whole to be thing. we need to be in a community that supports yeah. each other, that supports the drive, supports the, the vision. Because the other alternative is be around other people who complain, who have fear, who get infected by the virus. That's one of my class today. If you're gonna infect the virus, make sure you're infecting with the virus of the edge. Like spread that edge around because this is around like came after the the mastermind, we came back and, you know, I'm on fire. You know, I have this business going. I have my, my wife isn't connected with me. I said, well, you're spreading the virus of the edge. Yeah. You're having that, that energy that, that, that you're spreading around. So, yeah. So we choose, we choose where, you know, like what we get infected and how we affect other people. And, you know, the, one of the many reasons why you and I put content together, why we're here is because we've changed our life from little things that we do every day. And it's a choice that you get to do that too. And it's a choice. It's a, it's a daily yeah. choice. I mean, again, we're not perfect. We're, we're still figuring things out as we go along, but we're committed. We're committed to make sure that any storm that happens, it just makes us stronger. And whatever goes on, we, it's just, we're going to learn how to have the, the roots deep Crowded. rooted 
grounded as we continue to level up. That's right. So connect with us. I want to share a question. We have a question for some some oh, somebody said yeah. Okay. Just give, let's let's go through one question so we can. Um, well, this is a question that I had um, in the Q and A that I was answering last week, and it was it was a very valid question that we all go through. Um, she was just saying like you know what happens. You were talking about the art of seduction and the art of time and date night and sex night and spending time, quality time together because that's my love language. And she was saying, like, what happens when you're practically begging your husband for a long time? Like, what happens then after nine years and he still hasn't given that to you? Like, what do you do then? So, uh, well, I mean, my, and I wanna, said to you her. You want to start first? You want me to, to I, go? What I said to her was, like, you know, it's never too late to start having that alone time um even though they've been together nine years i mean nine years are just nine years we've been married 20 years and i feel like i'm just beginning our relationship right like it's in such a new place there's always seasons in the marriage that we go through and um and i think it's a choice and you you need an alone time but i also don't think that you need to beg someone for a long time like i know that i know who i am and I know that you love to spend time with me and I love to spend time with you, but that's because I know who I am today, right? So it's not like it's a burden for us to spend time together. We actually love to spend time with each other. That's one thing I would say. And another, it's like, you also have to figure out that you're not doing, like, imagine like if I was taking you for walks every once in a while because that's what I wanted to do. Mm. And I think in a relationship, we have to learn to compromise and to do fun things for each other. Oftentimes, I have to think of things that are fun for you. And we've gone to like do archery or whatever it is that you like to do. It's not really what I would choose, not my first choice, but I have to think of you too. And I think when we stop thinking of only ourselves and we start to think of the other person, then the relationship will start to grow. And then we could actually like want to spend time together, especially after nine years. Yeah. So I, I will say, like, I want to, I don't know the guy, I don't know, I don't I don't know, know her either, either but. Yeah. I think that sometimes we're asking or we're begging, like she says, and we're not clear. Because as a man, I don't know anybody for nine. If you ask, if you beg it for nine years, then that guy doesn't love you or and you're in their own relationship. So I, yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah, because you know, guys are very if, direct, right? You know, if you tell me I need to do something <laughs> and this is how I want it and this is what I need to do, I mean, we're just very driven by results. So either she's asking or she's begging or like sometimes people exaggerate like, oh, forever. You always do this or I'll never get this. So nine years and, you know, I'm begging. Like, why don't you ask a direct question? Here's what I want. And and I don't know um, it, when it comes to a, a, a nine year relationship, you shouldn't have to beg. No, at this, at this level of the game, there. nine years, you already know you may be in a real relationship. If the guy doesn't want to spend time with you, then that means there is no love. There's a connection. It's obligation. Mm-hmm. An obligation without commitment creates suffering. So if if you feel obligated to spend time with him, or if she feels obligated to spend time with you, or vice versa, at the end of the day, is is not love. It's just uh, yeah, I was gonna there's say no that. Do you, you, no, you don't ever feel obligated to do the things that sometimes I want to do. You know, like right? I said, some, sometimes I feel like I'm failing because I don't want to. I'm letting you down because you're asking for time. I'm not showing up, but you see it's a different energy because now I want to make it up. I want to. I want to spend uh, time with you. But if you're begging me, I'm like, I'm ignoring you or I, you know, there's some, there's a disconnect. There's a deeper disconnect there yeah. than, than what she's saying. It might be that she's not asking the right, the right way or she's not being direct. That's uh, what I said. What and, energy and, are you asking? Or the energy also like, repels. Like I need the energy. I need the energy. Yeah. I mean, a man 
But even at that point, it's like if if I have a nagging wife, right, that's asking me, take me out, let's go I, hiking. I would do let's that, you know, just thing. because I I don't want to hear it anymore, you know. So if, if, yeah, but that's not fun either. See, that's the thing. Like, okay, if we're gonna do that, date that, night. But you but want that, to but be that, with that that's a delivery that a man has. Okay, there's an outcome. A man says, okay, I'm going to do this even if it's painful because the other side is even more painful. <laughs> so that's why I want to give the guy maybe a benefit of the doubt that he, the guy may not even know what she wants. She may be saying, I want this, but then, then so she's not I, asking what, for it. What I understand from the question was like, okay, she asked so many times. She begged him. It's been nine years, hasn't given it to him. So now she just decided to actually go out and do it herself. Like she's not going to stay indoors. Something that she said in the reply, she's not going to stay indoors because she wants to be yeah. out, you know, it's the okay, summertime so, and stuff. So it's like, what do you do? So, what do you do? So, then? I, I, so now as I get, get a little bit deeper, a little more understanding, maybe she's a, a very social person. And I know a lot of couples that the woman is very social. She's like a wants butterfly, to wants there. to be out. And the guy is like a hermit crowd. Like he wants to stay home. He wants to stay home. He doesn't want to do anything. And then yeah. obviously in that situation, I mean, what attracted them in the first place? Opposites. <laughs> you know? So opposites attract. So uh, there has to be some compromise where she understands what he wants That's and she I understands. I mean, she, he understands what she wants. Yeah. But, it, but I've seen a lot of couples in that situation really you know when they are the, a, a woman would like to just be out because that's what she she get, draws her energy that is like a beautiful flower she wants to be seen she wants to love she she wants to be loved she wants to be paid attention to those yeah. are the three things if you have if you get nothing out of this podcast that woman want attention oh, to be seen okay. and to be loved and the moment that you're not paying attention to her she's going to look for something or someone or or something else to 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 give that attention yeah i definitely i agree with that and um I just, I also think like, especially when you've been in a long-term relationship that you really have to take care of yourself because like you were saying, like nobody wants to be needy. And especially like if you're just pleasing the other person, pleasing the other person, and it's like, there's no attraction. So it's like, I, I'm sure, you know, like you go out or for a walk or wherever you're going, like the conversation, that synergy is not going to be there. So probably the guy doesn't work. even want to be there. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. And it's to, it, it to look deeper under the hood and see what's the disconnect. Uh, why is it that they're not paying attention to each other, and and there's a rooted, rooted work there that needs to be done. It's like a tree. Maybe from the outside looks good, and, <laughs> and the problem sometimes is not even the problem. There's a deeper problem yes. there. Yes. So, so thank you. That's a great question. So, um, if you have any questions, comment, send us a DM. What's your yes. What's your Instagram handle? Mine is Vivian Velasquez. At Vivian Velasquez. I am plain Sim and simple. I'm Vivian she's, Velasquez. She's easy. I am. I'm a little harder. <laughs> At Ra uh, Raul the Edge. Raul the Edge. Send me a, a DM so with some questions. We'll answer the next podcast. Until then, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us everywhere except for our bedroom. That's what we keep it private once we find a bedroom because right now we're homeless. <laughs> we're trying to find where we're going to stay tonight. No, we're never homeless. We have many homes to we, go to. We always have the, the car. We always stay in the car. We have a car. We have family. We are so blessed and so abundant. We just have to figure out where we're going because it's not our home because we have no internet service. And that's a big There's thing. There's no electricity. Electricity, electricity or water there's water there's nothing <laughs> no we, water we have a we, we, the storm is is taking us out but, but as long as we have each other and we have God to guide us and protect us we have everything and we'll come back stronger than ever that's see right see you until next time learn it live it experience it love, love life. life if you receive any value from this conversation comment, subscribe and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level and please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast see you in the next episode